Hi, folks. This is Gabriel Saving Bernice, part 25. I had had enough. So that night, at the designated time, just like usual, she called me at 9 o'clock. Bear in mind, she didn't call me to apologize. She called me to tell me it's now my fault. <clears throat> Sorry, folks, you'll find out why at the end. It's now my fault that she can't move out of that house. Oh, my God, I thought to myself. You're kidding me. Look, I said. You've made your choice, Bernice. I'm not playing around here no more. I'm not ever going to be the lowest run on that ladder ever, ever again. This is an all-time low for me. You've really taken my kindness as a weakness. No, I haven't. I'm more than the dog, your dog. She started sobbing now that she was sorry once again. Not that she was sorry for what she did, but I don't know what to do. She was sobbing because of that. She didn't know what to do. I said, all you have left is to move. I've done everything else for you. You've left me not knowing what to do. I said, you got to be kidding me. Ugh. I didn't realize that at the time, but she was serious. I left her out in the cold as far as she could see. Remember, folks, this woman was drugged up bad and not by her doing, but by her ex-husband doing, thinking if he could show the courts that she was a drug addict, that she would help, it would help in their decision to give him all the money and the children and anything monetary like the houses, the cars. She was going to be, when I got there, left out in the cold. I know it was a long time ago, but that was his intention in the beginning. He might have had a change of heart. I don't know. But that was his intention when I first got there, if you remember, folks. I'm such a soft person my kindness is my weakness. I thought to myself, Gabe, don't put these 
don't put yourself in these decisions ever again. If you can just finish this one, don't ever, ever let a woman take advantage of you again. And that's what it started to being. They saw my kindness as a sign of weakness. And I deserved it. You know, I should have been harder. I should have been a lot of things, but I wasn't. And I'm glad in this last year that I have left, I'm glad the person I was, the protector, the shepherd, that I'm proud of what I did throughout my life helping people. But this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going tomorrow morning. First thing, you're going to call the moving companies. I got you an extra 50 grand woman, Bernice. And once the movers know you have money, they'll be there with bells on their toes. And they'll call you ma'am and no ma'am and yes ma'am. And they'll pack it up for you. It'll cost you about four grand, but they'll do everything. And now you've had the money. Well, how about if I pay you? For what? She's, I asked her. For all the time I took off from my business to hold your hand through all of this? For what? All the business I've lost? Well, I'll pay you. Boy, the one thing I can say right now is whoever comes next is going to take advantage of you. You think that 50 grand is a lot of money. You have things you have to do, young lady. You have to get that railing fixed. You have to um, fix underneath the deck. You have to do things with that money. And the first thing you need to do is move. And I just can't be there for you anymore. I mean, I can't. I mean, if you want to get, and I'm being facetious now, folks. If you want me to take the dog, we can live happily ever after. She started sobbing. Look, I'll call a company that I've used before, so you won't even have to look in the bloody phone book, I said. And believe me, I was upset now. And all you'll have to do is dial the phone to the number I give you, write this down, or what? 
I can run the no- I can remember the number she said. Ugh. Okay, what I'll do is I'll have them call you. They'll move you from your house and give I'll I'll give them the address of your house and then I'll give them the address of your new house and that they have to unpack the boxes for you if they will I don't know I can't promise that but at least they can put them in their prospective rooms and for you and I'll tell them you have cancer if you don't mind that way and you can't lift anything that way they'll be more accommodating especially when you don't squawk at the price. Please, Gabriel, please. I don't understand why you're so mad at me. I growled again. Okay, you have your instructions. All you have to do is answer the phone. Do you understand, Bernice? I will call them in the morning, and I will even, I'll tell them what's going on and that you're a lady friend of mine. I'll give them all the instructions in the morning, and like I said, I'll tell them that you're a lady friend of mine, so they won't charge you crazy. And they'll do if I don't say anything, they will. All you have to do is answer the phone. Set the appointment, they'll come out, pack everything up, all your stuff, and then all you have to do is move into your house, new house, and live happily ever after. Without you, Gabriel? Oh, my God. No, don't worry. You'll have your dog. You'll be fine. And furthermore, you're a very beautiful woman. I'm sure you have men on the side that you've already been talking to while I'm not there on that dating site. I saw you never got rid of your site. You're still a member there, and I I can see all the people you've been... So you've been spying on me? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, just have a wonderful life, and that will be that. I did what I said. The next morning, I called up the guys that I knew at the moving company. I told them the situation and that she was a lady friend of mine and I was helping her out because she had cancer. Really, she can't lift anything. And I really need you to take care of her. And they asked, well... We're going to have to charge you, Gabriel, like a normal customer. I said, don't worry. She's got the money. And with that, 
it was over. As far as I thought, I never spoke to her again. Except <laughs> two years later. I'm saying two years later, she got a hold of me on Facebook and asked me if I could help her. Oh, my God. You know what happened then after that, but that's going to be a whole nother book. Trust me, folks. We can't get into that now. I'm done with this. I'm, I can't take you there right now. I need to go on. I need to, to get you. I need to get you other stories. I need to get them out. I'm starting to go faster. I mean, I probably got a year left. I'm, if I'm being honest, the way things are going with my body, about a week ago, no kidding, and you'll see when this was put out, so it'll be like three weeks ago for you folks that are watching and listening. Um, for the date, um, I fell out of my bed while I was sleeping and broke my kneecap and it dislocated my shoulder. And now I'm heavily medicated. I have my knee in some kind of brace and they popped my shoulder back in and I'm in a lot of pain this is the first time that they, they've always offered me pain pills, but I was afraid because I didn't want to hurt myself worse. So now, well, I'm taking the pain pills and they aren't helping. The pain's going right through them, if you know what I mean. So... Let's get off this story because I thought it was the end of the story and we'll go on to something else. And if I ever have time, you aren't going to believe what happened to me next. <laughs> when, I, when I went back to help her, just you just can't make this stuff up, folks. You just can't. So I went back because I felt sorry for her. She cried and told me she was off the drugs. And okay, that's another story. And we're going to call this one done for now. I'll talk about it in six months. And then look for Bernice two years later. And in six months from now, That'll give us enough to rest on with something else that's helped that's happened in my life spectacular. Hey, Ma, please be quiet. I'm trying to do a podcast down here. <laughs> <laughs> 